Fernandez Castaño, the pants off in his skivvies. That's what I would do if I had that body. Oh, man. Son of a bitch, Paul, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass, Paul! My name's Jeremy. This is the Let's Make Fun Podcast. Thank you so much for joining yet again. Uh, and hopefully you're enjoying uh, N3 Entertainment. Uh, got some good podcasts there. Hopefully you're enjoying Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker. Whatever way you're listening, we appreciate it. Um, today we're going to be talking about golf. So this is also the first time I have not put something on social media. It's going to see kind of if there was a difference at all. Um, you know, sometimes people don't really care what other people have to say. Uh, so we're going to just go off of what I say, you know? I guess that might be part of what this will be. We'll see how it goes. Um, you know, especially because golf, I mean, not a lot of people like golf. Um, and I used to be one of those people. I never really played golf. I, I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really do a whole lot of anything before I met my wife. And, uh, you know, snowboarding, uh, moving while I'm outside. It's usually, it was a uh, very stationary time of my life, and uh, I'm very happy for that. Uh, but no, golf and snowboarding, and I mean, I camped and stuff, but. Um, a lot of stuff where you had to move your body around, and golf is definitely one of the things that you really don't have to, um, but you, I mean, you have to sometimes walk. You can't always get a cart or anything like that, um, but no, I mean, I never really golfed. I did a little bit. I did some par threes with some friends every once in a while, but I never owned any clubs or any balls or anything like that, so um, I would always rent a pair or a pair, probably more like a club or a set, a club. Well, how would, no, I would rent a set of clubs from the place where, where we would go um, and play like a, a nine hole par three. Um, and so par three is where every single hole you have to hit it in three attempts to get it into the hole. That's kind of the whole point of a par three. So that's what that is. Uh, most of the ones that you see on television um, are, you know, either par fives, uh, which is obviously if a par three is you have to hit it in three. A par five means you have to hit it in five. Uh, they also have par fours. Par fours, I feel like, are the more uh, common amount, uh, even in the professional ranks. Um, you know, the par fives can be pretty far, 500, 600 yards. Uh, but no, the par threes are the ones like for beginners and stuff. Um, and we'll actually, in this episode, I will teach you the basics of golf, um, according to Wikipedia, WikiHow. Um, and then at the very end of the episode, we'll get to some of the uh, unwritten rules of golf. So some really stupid rules that are ridiculous and I will make fun of them because that is this show, the let's make fun podcast. So hopefully you're looking forward to that uh, because there are just so many stupid rules in every aspect of life. Uh, why not have it be in a thing that you're supposed to be entertained by as well. Uh, so we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to the kind of the basics of golf. Um, I won't bore you to death. Hopefully uh, but this will be more of a uh, kind of a learning uh, portion of the episode. If you've never played golf, if you don't know anything about golf, uh, hopefully you stick around and aren't like, oh, golf, why did I even click on this? This episode's called Let's Make Fun of Golf. Why would I have clicked on this? Uh, but hopefully you did that and uh, you're going to stick around because we will uh, learn how to play golf and I'll hopefully make you laugh and uh, <laughs> hopefully... Keep you from, uh, you know, not getting rid of golf in your life uh, forever because it is fun. It's a it's a very fun sport to play, 
Uh, Kelsey, my wife, really is a huge fan of uh, betting on golf, so she actually enjoys watching it as well. Uh, I don't do that, so it's kind of hard to get into it. Sometimes I, I kind of like Jordan Spieth, so I enjoy watching him, uh, but as far as for anybody else, I really don't care at all. Uh, I'll go for the players that she drafts or whatever it is. Like She does this thing where you pick a certain amount of golfers, uh, you have to stay under a budget, and then the the five or six golfers that you do pick, whoever wins the most, like whoever has the most money, like whoever wins the most money at the end of that specific tournament um, gets like your five golfers. If they get like over $3 million and that's the most money, then you win whatever was in the pot. Something like that. It sounds cool. Uh, I've never been invited, so I just kind of stay in the dark on all of it. But it seems cool. <laughs> I'd probably get very into it because, uh, as you probably know by now, I like fantasy sports. I like to gamble. I mean, I like to go play slots. And I like to play the roulette game, but not the one where you have to talk to people. I just like the electronic one where you could just push you, push the screen, like the touch screen. You don't have to talk to the guy and sound like an idiot because I don't know anything about uh, the rules. I should do one about that. I need to get somebody that knows a lot about gambling and have them come on and teach me and you uh, how to do some gambling. I don't know anything about craps. Uh, that's why I stick to the slots. That's why I stick to the electronic uh, <laughs> gambling machines. Um, I am a huge fan of slots and the, like I said, the the roulette where you just push the button and you watch the giant boggle dome uh, spin the ball around and hope that it lands on a red or black because I have no faith that I'm going to get anything else more than that. Uh, so yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll try to do that one at some point too, but no, this one, this will be a good one. We'll do some, uh, some how to when it comes to golf. Um, but we also have a brand new segment that I decided to come up with, you know, when we were doing stat corrections, uh, for the most part at the very end there, um, it was more a, what did I forget to talk about, um, that we've already talked about or what, uh, what kinds of things are on my mind because something's happened last week. So I decided to cut the stat corrections out for now because, um, you know, we don't have any stat corrections. You know, if once we do have more stat corrections, once I get something wrong, um, we'll use that again. Uh, but we've got a new segment right now, and let's get that started. A lot can happen in a week. What happened to you? That just happened. But don't worry. We're here to get you through the tough times. They did all that? We missed everything because we were on our phones. This is Jeremy's last week. And those who are nearest to the entrance into paradise. Amen. Yes, that's right. It's Jeremy's last week. Meaning, what's happened in the last week to Jeremy? Or really anything in the world. Um, I was hoping it would be a little bit morbid. Uh, it's kind of funnier that way. <laughs> Jeremy's last week, like on earth i was hoping to hopefully that went th came through in the uh comedic beautiful comedic timing that i had in that little intro there um, but yeah so we're gonna kind of do a new thing where um i kind of bring up you know not just related to the week's episode like this week's about golf the most the majority of this week will be about golf um on this episode but i also want to talk about just stuff that's happened uh in the last week so um, one of the things that has happened in the last week is I had my last day at my delivery job, uh, at um, the construction delivery job that I had. So uh, I am starting, if you're not a friend of mine on Facebook or I don't know you personally, um, then you know and saw that I start a new job in media at Cumulus Media and... Uh, it's for a traffic coordinator position, so I'm very excited to be doing that. Uh, but last week was my very last day uh, delivering construction supplies all day um, and dealing with people on the stupid roads all the time. So I was very uh, excited to be able to be done 
driving around all day. I will miss the people that I worked with. They were cool. Um, but this is something obviously that I've been trying to do for a long time and I'm very excited, uh, to be doing that. So that was uh, one thing that happened to me last week specifically. So that is very exciting. Um, other exciting news. We're still trying our best at not eating every single thing in the house. Um, and it's definitely taking a toll on the fruit that we bought. Um, I kind of went way too gung-ho on the grapes and black cherry route, uh, and now they're going bad. It's because they apparently don't make... I mean, I think they do make a smaller bag of grapes, but the bag of um, grapes that we got it is now pretty much brown, so I had to buy a new one. Um, and the black cherries, we just found out, are extremely withered and kind of disgusting. I tried a couple of them. They have no flavor. What the hell's the point of that? Are they even still good at that point? Am I going to get drunk? Or is that just grapes? If they, like, ferment. Ferment? Like Eric Ferment? Or Red Ferment? That 70s show? Good stuff. Um, f- ferment is probably what I meant. Uh, and, but yeah, that sounds, it, it was disgusting. It was like a, eating a pocket of air with a cherry pit in the middle. So we got more of those as well, hoping to be able to eat those ones a little bit faster. We kind of learned our lesson, feel bad. We wasted a bag of two, uh, types of fruit and, uh, but yeah, other than that, everything's still going pretty well. Uh, I feel like I am my stomach is trying to eat itself. So I've been trying to eat a lot of protein. Um, I've stuck to that, uh, Scott DeHuff diet, um, eating pistachios and trying to eat pistachios in the morning, um, and some tuna and stuff like that. So, uh, obviously not perfect. Have had some stuff. I probably shouldn't have had some bagels. It's just easy. They're easy to eat. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. I'm starving right now currently. And normally, you know, I'd probably go in there and find something else. And, uh, but we've been sticking to it and working out a little bit. And, you know, we got the elliptical back hooked up out in the garage. So I've been hitting that doing our best. Uh, not very exciting for you to hear, uh, but just wanted to keep you updated to kind of keep myself motivated a little, a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that was a blast. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the last week, but kind of wanted to do, Oh, there was one other thing. So just today we were watching, uh, the original Terminator. Um, and this is probably not shocking to you because you've watched movies in the past 75 years. Uh, but apparently I knew this, I knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger and spoiler alert. I mean, if you're kind of like me and you didn't really watch the first one. Um, I'm going to spoil a part, maybe. It was at the beginning, I think. We had I, we had it on for like a few minutes before I started this podcast um, and then realized that I should probably get started. <clears throat> so I didn't get to watch all of it, but it was on for a couple minutes. Um, and I already knew this because I it, it's been out for a long time, but Arnold Schwarzenegger is the bad guy in the first one. So I knew that part. But I didn't know that whoever the hell the guy is that's like the the good guy, like the good Terminator in the first one, uh, says, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, he says that in the second one as Arnold. And I like he he says it. And then Linda Hamilton, uh, Sarah Connor, like starts freaking out in the second one. And I, I remember that because I was always like, what the hell? Why is she freaking out so much? I don't understand. And I kind of just can't, I don't know. I kind of just put it off and I was just like, uh, she's weird. Who cares? She's got horrible hair. She probably doesn't know what the hell she's probably on drugs. It's probably the issue. And I think she was on drugs in that. She was like in that crazy house. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I had no idea. She must just put that together in the second one. So it's really weird that that's the case. And I just saw that and I was like, oh, holy crap. He says that in the first one. And that's probably why she freaks out in the second one, because that's what the good robot says. Weird, right? I mean, am I right? Uh, so that was uh, <laughs> it's definitely kind of mind blowing to me. It's all starting to come together. 
Um, I've also realized um, we were looking at, like we looked at the ratings for Terminator 1. Uh, it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fine because, you know, it's like, whatever. Rotten Tomatoes is kind of a stupid thing anyway. It's like, I don't understand. Why are there two scores? My wife keeps telling me what it is, but that doesn't make any sense to me. There's like one there's where it's like critics only and the other one's like the fans. Just have one. It's too much. That's too much. Uh, but that got 100%. And Terminator 2 only got 93%. It's like, okay, I haven't really seen the first one I know all the way. But come on. There's absolutely no way it's any better than the second one. The second one's one of the best movies I've ever seen, um, mostly because it was like the, one of the first violent movies I ever saw. Although that's also not true. I've seen, I saw a lot of bad movies uh, before I probably should have. But Terminator 2 was awesome. Uh, it actually got a higher IMDb score than the first Terminator. So that makes me happy. Uh, but, the, but the Rotten Tomatoes, so the first Terminator got an 8. Terminator 2 got an 8.5. So I would agree with that. Uh, but, I mean, again, I haven't seen the first one all the way through. There's no way it's as be- it, that it's better. So screw you critics you're stupid um so that yeah that was crazy and i also was looking at like every single thing that james cameron has ever done is like one of the top growth not grossing but just movies that people love everything about and he's only directed 23 movies and i'm pretty sure that includes all of the avatars that are coming up there's like five avatars well, there's four more avatars coming up, and those are the only things that he's going to be doing. I mean, that's that he signed on for, but I would assume those would be the only thing he things he's going to do because he hasn't directed a movie since Avatar. He's been parts like of movies like that Avita Battle Angel. He's like a producer, but other than that, he's only done Avatar, and before that, it was Titanic. <laughs> so it's just like every movie he comes out with is like a giant box office hit. It's insane. Uh, He also did True Lies, so he must be obsessed with Arnold. So that's really weird. Um, So yeah, just really strange how I I just... This guy's worth $700 million, and he's only directed... I mean, not like that's a small amount of movies, but it's just crazy. It's crazy to see how how much you can put into a movie and have it be that good and people will go see it and then you'll be worth that much so good job james cameron uh so we'll take one break here and we'll be right back when we come back we'll get to the kind of the basics of how to play golf so that'll be fun huh so stick around and we'll be back on the let's make fun podcast The Denver Brews Cruise has been a sponsor for the Not Normal Network. And to celebrate, Brent Shivey and the DBC are offering you 10% off your next adventure to go cruising for a bruising mile high style. Just visit DenverBrewsCruise.com and during checkout in the How Did You Hear About Us section, select beer for breakfast and type in promo code B4B2019 to get 10% off your next adventure on the Denver Brews Cruise to go cruising for a bruising mile high style. More smoke in my lungs in LA 
Only sober while I sleep Butterflies in the stomach But they don't bother me No, What up? Welcome back to the Let's Make Fun podcast. That is Half-Hearted. The song's called How to Be Alone on their album, How to Be Alone. Go check it out on Spotify. That's where I'm listening to it right now. But they're also on Apple Music, or you can go find them on halfhearted.us. If you want to see what they look like, then just go to YouTube and look up some of their videos. You'll find all their sexiness right there. So thank you to Half-Hearted, and thank you for coming back and listening to me talk more about golf. Well, really, I haven't talked much about golf yet. Um, I did also want to talk about uh, another thing that I forgot I was going to talk about, about uh, what I've done in the last week. There's uh, something, uh, uh, some guy on YouTube called Arcade Matt. It's freaking just super, super addicting to watch. He just goes to random arcades, um, whether it be an actual just Dave and Buster's type arcade, or uh, he'll go to carnivals or you know stuff like that, and just play games. He just plays games, and it's really addicting to watch. I don't know why, uh, but in my week off, I've kind of been bored, and you know when you when you're on Facebook or something, and you like click on a video where it's like, Hey, watch this video. And then you scroll down one of the times it was just one of his videos. And this, the one that got me hooked, I don't know why, but it got me hooked. And he was talking about, or he was at a, uh, he was like at a bar or something. It might, it might've been a restaurant. I don't know. He didn't really show what exactly place he was at, but the only place I've ever seen these at are bars. And it's one of those things where you put a, like a quarter in and then it drops down and then it pushes more quarters. Actually, I have seen that. I think I have actually seen this at a, like a regular arcade, but this definitely wasn't. It was the only thing he was doing in this entire video. Um, and he, he bought a thousand quarters, which I think was like 250 bucks or something like that. I could do them. You could do the math. I don't care. Um, but he bought just a bunch of quarters just to see what, he would win like if he would break even if he would make more if he'd make less I, I won't ruin it for him just in case he wants to like team up and be like buddies on on an episode and wants me to play games with him someday um you go watch his video it's the one just type in arcade mat thousand quarters and you'll you'll find it but the guy's super like he's not i don't know he's pretty funny but he's he's more just entertaining he's like super positive and it's just funny the way he laughs is funny he gets really excited it's funny i don't know why it's an it's just a genius idea he probably spends 200 250 dollars per video maybe that one probably was but most of them he doesn't spend that much money i would think and he just plays games and like talks about them and like has really he's really good at winning prizes stuff. i don't know why it's extremely like I don't want to say it's addicting because it's just a video, but it's very fun to watch. I don't know why, but it's an amazing idea. And I even mentioned, I commented on one of his things. I was like, God, I wish I thought of this idea. You just get to go play games and probably get paid a bunch of money by your sponsors to do this. Um, but yeah, arcade Matt, go check him out. And that was just another thing I've done the last week. Uh, but I didn't want to play that funny, uh, intro for you, but I just forgot about it. So, um, yeah, so this week, uh, today specifically, we went and golfed, um, and for the first time ever, I don't think this has ever happened. Uh, we, you know, had we didn't have a foursome, so uh, we'll kind of get into what all that means and stuff in the how to play golf and all that stupid stuff. Um, but we only had three. There were three of us. It was myself, my wife Kelsey, and our friend Amy. Now they usually try to go golfing once a month. Uh, this week I was off, uh, I was off obviously. So I was able to go, they penciled it in so that I could go with them. And I had an awesome time except for we had to ride around with some guy and technically he didn't ride. So 
when we got there, we got the push cart for the first nine. We played 18 holes, got the push cart for the first nine. And then on the turn, so the back nine, we got a cart. The guy who was like 70, I don't know. He just had a push cart the whole time. So I felt really bad. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. Does he want to ride in one of our carts? Like, this is awkward. So we're just like driving past him to get to our ball. And we're like, yay, hey, Steve, uh, you want us to wait? And it's just awkward. But that's, n- that's not the worst part. It's just the fact that you have to always make four. Why did that become a thing? Just like anything, I guess. Like, why did why did anything happen? Why do you have nine innings in baseball? Who knows? There are just rules. Apparently, a foursome is a rule in golf. Uh, we'll see if that's on the list. I I got I got the list, but there were twenty of them, and I didn't want to read all of them. Kind of want it to be a surprise. Um, but yeah, it's like they want you to have four, and I understand they want to try to make things go faster. But doesn't it just make it like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make it go faster because the person, the people behind us only had two. So why wouldn't they make him go with them? Like, why wouldn't they, I mean, they make him go with them. If there was only two the entire time, why couldn't they make this guy go with the twosome behind us and make each one three? It makes zero sense at all. And then we had to be with this guy who got really pissed after every bad hit that he had. And it was really awkward because we didn't know the guy. So we had to be like, good, good shot, Steve. But if it wasn't a good shot, he'd get even more pissed, it seemed. And how are you supposed to know? Like, if, go- if when you golf, you hit the ball. If it seems like it sounds good, you're like, oh, nice. But if you don't see where the ball went, and Steve did... He's going to be pissed like you're making fun of him or something. It's just, it's really awkward. And I feel like you can do that with people, you know, like I could do that with my wife. I could be like, Oh, it sounded good. And then if it's bad, if it's a bad shot, then it's fine. You know, it's just like, whatever. It was a bad shot, but you still try to encourage and you try to do that with some stranger. It's really awkward. And I don't know why they continue to force this upon people. Just let people go with the people that they're with. I don't understand like the, f- the need to force people to be friends and make things go faster when it really doesn't because you could just let them go five minutes after us or two minutes after us and he's saving two minutes. Who cares? I just, I, I can't stand it. Um, so we had a good time other than that. I feel like I had a really good round. Um, it's probably one of the best rounds I've ever played. And as far as like, I got a par on one of them and it's very possible. I could have on some of the ladder, uh, portions of the ladder. I don't think that is right in this. Cause I didn't say in the 18th hole, whatever in the later holes, I kind of got tired and stopped trying to putt because putting's not really why I go golfing. If I have something on, like if, if we're betting something or keeping score, anything like that, then yes, I'd putt. I'd make it you know, more realistic. I'd take it way more seriously, but we don't. We just play and hope that we, if we keep count because we had a good hole, then we'll try to remember what we had. But no, it's not the way it goes. Um, so yeah, I had a really good round of golf, I'd say. And of course, Kelsey on the very last hole on the 18th from, I'd say, I want to say like a hundred yards. It might've been more than that. Chips it in, gets a birdie. Amazing. It was amazing. I was standing there standing and just about to go into the sand because that's where my ball was. Cause I had stopped caring. Really. That was literally the first time I had hit it into the sand the entire day. I was very excited. I didn't lose any balls in the water. Um, and then on the very last one, I hit it into the sand. So I was waiting for her cause she was further away. She hit it. It started bouncing and rolling. I was like, Oh, that's going really fast. Like I thought like it was going to be, um, like way past it. I was, and then I even said to, in my mind, I was like, even if that hits the, like, if it goes right to the hole, there's no way it's going too fast. Boom. Goes right in. Amazing. But of course, on my best round that I've ever played, she overshadows me. 
and that happened the last time we played too. When we played in Florida, I had like a 30-foot putt. And then on the very last one, the very last one, 18th hole, she hit like a 60-foot putt. Nobody remembers my putt. Nobody's going to remember my round. Not that it was a spectacular round. I'm not a professional, but it was good. I mean, it felt like I did well. Um, so, but no, that was cool. She did very well. Amy was w- very well. She did well. We all did very good. The guy, not so much. He was pissed. I was surprised he didn't like break some of his clubs. When I was looking up some intros for the uh, intro intro to this episode, I looked up like funny, ridiculous people being mad at golf. And like a lot of them were just people breaking their club in half. And I understand when, you know, you get mad at stuff, but (laughs) what is wrong with people? Like these are people that you couldn't really see where the ball went, but it seemed like they had been doing it for a while. Like they had the stupid nerd set up where they had like the, I only wear a Titleist or Callaway hat and super short shorts and tight, bright colored shirt. Um, so why were they so mad? There's no way they hit it that poorly. So I, I didn't really understand. So I don't know how people get so mad. Uh, Steve didn't get that, but he did seem like he was wanting to. And he kept saying, I'm having a really bad day. And anytime people say that over and over and over again, I feel like, no, you didn't. We don't know you. You're by yourself. You probably just suck. And because you don't know us, we just you just want us to believe that you're normally, normally I hit holes in one all the time. But no, the one day I'm with you guys, yeah, uh uh-huh, okay, whatever, dude. But yeah, he was getting really pissed every single time. Kelsey was like, I wonder why he's doing so badly. It's because he gets so stressed out and pissed after every shot. So he's probably thinking about it too much and just pissed. But either way, I don't know why we have to go with with people. If you have three people, I think, okay, maybe, maybe if you have only two people or one person, then yeah, you can't go by yourself. But if you have three, come on, just let it happen. You can't just wait, like let the one person go with the next couple or something or next person. It's just, it's, it's stupid. There's too many people. Then there's people because we had four and the people behind us had two. They kept getting right behind us. It was really awkward. It's just a really stupid thing or make more golf courses so that every single one isn't so overcrowded. There's gotta be some sort of like all sorts of things that we could do here make golf a little bit better. So that's our spiel about uh, going golfing today. Uh, we'll take another break, and when we come back, we'll talk to you and get you going. Because if you don't know much about golf, we'll give you some of the kind of the starters, you know, just to, the basics to get you into golf. Hopefully it'll be fun for you. Hopefully you'll learn something, and we'll get right to that on the Let's Make Fun podcast after this. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy from the Let's Make Fun podcast here on N3Entertainment.com. If you haven't listened to my show yet, what the hell is wrong with you? You get to listen to some of the best up-and-coming music, listen to my stupid and frustrating takes, and every once in a while, we even have a professional on to make us a little bit smarter about whatever in the hell we're talking about that day. It's the Let's Make Fun podcast here on the Not Normal Network. Check it out. <laughs>
That's Romance and Rebellion. The song's called I Don't Believe in Love. That's an old song, but I've never seen it before. I just found it here on Spotify. So go search Romance and Rebellion, and you'll find a bunch of different jams. Uh, they do have their new song, Whole Heart Broken. They've got new songs coming out. and uh, But yeah, that one is I Don't Believe in Love. So if you like it, go download it, check it out. Go follow them on all social media. They're cool. And they're good. Uh, and you're good for sticking around. I mean, I don't know what else you'd be doing right now. You have to learn about golf. So who better to learn it from than some guy who doesn't know much about it but knows how to read? Um, so that's what we'll do now. We'll learn how to play golf together. Uh, this is according to wikihow.com. Uh, if you don't have time to listen to me, hopefully you've made it this far, uh, and now you don't have time. Uh, but yeah, wikihow.com, how to play golf. Uh, there are five basic parts. Um, the first one is learning the basic rules. That's part one. Uh, learning the basic rules. Learn the object of the game. Uh, the object of the game is to get your ball into the hole. Pretty much that's all you need to know. Uh, the, the hole is on what is called the green. You start at a place called the tee. Uh, the thing that you put your ball on when you're hitting it with your big club is called a tee. Uh, so that's easy to remember. It's a tee, and you hit it from the tee. You try to hit it to the green into the hole in as little shots as possible. Uh, the second tip on this is stupid. Play the course by the order of holes. Uh, that's really stupid because if you ever gone to a golf course, you'll know, uh, they pretty much give you the guided tour, uh, by yourself. It's pretty much a guided tour with no guide. You go from one end of the course to the other end of the course. Uh, and then it pretty much, you go right to the next hole and usually they're labeled, It'll be one, two, and then all the way to 18 most of the time. Uh, so yeah, it would be weird to like go, I'm going to go from one to 15 uh, or anything different. Uh, the third, the next thing says, take turn, take your turn in your group. And eh, it's kind of stupid. Uh, you know, I mean, do, do it however you want. You don't have to take turns. Most of the time people will like, and you'll see this in the, unwritten rules but i'll spoil one right now you'll usually do like you can do it however when you first start like oh you start you hit first in the last one i'll hit first next uh, but then after that it's more like who's farther away from the hole and then that person whoever's farther away will just go until then they're then closer and vice versa you know until you guys get done it's pretty simple uh, don't move your ball on the course. You know, if it lands somewhere you don't want it to land, you don't pick it up. Just hit it where it is. That's the whole point. I had to hit it off of Frankenstein's fat foot, remember? Uh, props to you if you know that one. Uh, the next one, keep score for each hole. You don't have to. Like I've said before, like I said in this one, we kind of just play. If you're going to take it seriously, this is crazy. This is in the beginner's thing. Uh, you don't have to just play and have fun. But if you want to, then go for it. Who cares? Uh, win by having the lowest score at the end. Yes. Duh. I guess that's not too much. Duh. Most places, most games you have to have the high score, but in this, you want to try to get the lowest amount of hits. So I guess that kind of makes sense. It's pretty easy to figure out there. Uh, next one, try a par three course when you're starting out. I kind of talked about that earlier, kind of what you want to do. A par three course are much shorter, you know, usually between sometimes like 50 yards to maybe 200, 300 yards. Uh, much easier to deal with than the long 
uh, 18 whole courses where there's par threes, par fours, par fives. Again, a par, like if you hit par, that means the par is three and you took three shots to get it into the hole. That means you got par. Um, and then now part two of five is setting up your swing. Stand with your knees and hips slightly bent. Uh, when you're starting out, just hit however you want. How Whatever's comfortable, then go get a uh, professional to tell you what to do. Uh, bring your club back in parallel to the, to the ground first. Uh, again, you're not going to be able to hear or know what I'm talking about with any of this. So we'll just skip all of the technical stuff because how are you supposed to know what I'm talking about? Um, obtaining equipment. Here's another thing. Uh, get the minimum number of clubs you need. When I first started, again, like when I before I had any clubs, I had like a, dr a driver. I had one driver and then sometimes I would like find a putter somewhere. My sister found me a driver a long time ago and it was really long, so it worked perfectly. You don't have to have everything like this says. Just get the minimum number of clubs. You don't need the professional amount. Uh, yeah, go get some tees and some balls. Those are things you definitely need because you can't play. Well, tees you don't really need. Uh, that's, I mean, a lot of people will hit, including Kelsey, and she'll admit to this. Uh, she'll hit from the tee box, like if it's a really short, like 150-some yard thing. Um, she'll hit off of a tee with an iron and... I, f I think that's weird, so I don't do it. I just use the, the ground. works just as well. Um, invest in some golf, uh, golf gloves and a bag. It's pretty good. The glove is really nice to have because it, it really gets... It really helps with not blistering. Uh, the bag also is very nice because then you're not carrying them around like some white trash hooligan. Um... And I am going to actually go back because I want, this is kind of the whole point was to try to teach you um, some of the basics. It's just hard to know what any of this means. Bring your club back in parallel to the ground first. Um, bring the club up at a 90 degree angle. Turn your shoulders to bring the club all the way up. So these are all kind of just step-by-steps of where you want the ball to go. Your, where you want your club in your hand to be relative to where the head of the clubs, so where the bottom of the club where you hit the ball with uh, is. Um, and then the last one is uh, hitting the ball. Shift your weight slightly to the other side as you swing the club down. Shift your weight slightly to the other side as you bring the club down. So shift it to the front of your, of your body. Uh, the next one, straighten your side facing the target as you make contact with the ball. Straighten your side facing the target as you make contact with the ball. Um, see, I don't know. These are just weird because I I didn't get any of these tips and I can hit a ball. It's pretty easy. Just hit a ball. Extend both of your arms fully for the follow through. So when you're done hitting, make sure you follow through because that means you're going to give all the force and you're not like stopping your arm motion too early. Follow all the way through. Okay, so that was uh, what we what we skipped before, but I kind of wanted to get to that because yeah, it's kind of important. To, if you're listening to this and you wanted to kind of learn, then there you go. Uh, playing with proper etiquette. Keep up with your group. This is stupid because these aren't like how you play. Uh, yell four. You've probably heard that before. Um, if a ball, if you hit a ball really crazily, you want to yell four. That's not a bad thing. And that's also in the unwritten rules. That one's kind of true. Uh, people know if you, you're, if you're yelling four, especially on a golf course, that that means a ball is coming their way. Protect your face. Uh, if you're saying, if you say stuff like watch out or something, people aren't really going to notice as much because that's the whole point. They, I think they wanted it to be four so that it's kind of a, a universal thing. Like, oh, that means a ball's coming. Next, we've got stay out of the way of shots. 
so these are kind of getting to some of the stuff, um, the unwritten rules. So yeah, those are just some tips. Uh, you know, if you really want to learn how to play golf, go get a pro, get somebody to teach you. You don't need to, you're not going to bring your computer out onto the golf course with you. So it's kind of stupid to even have this, but it was good for the segment. Um, hopefully it wasn't too boring because it was just, it really wasn't as interesting as I was hoping it would be. So I apologize. Uh, but hopefully when we come back from this break, we'll have some good unwritten rules that you hopefully have not broken. Cause I know I have, uh, because I'm a human and you can't tell me what to do. So stay tuned to that. Uh, we'll be right back on the let's make fun podcast. Black Kings, black magic, black Kings, black magic, uh, Black kings, black magic. Black kings, black magic. They trying to rid you from the planet. They kill us slowly in the planet. Uh. Can't keep your crown up with your head down. Swine in the diet water got lead now. I think about it every time I go to bed now. Black queens gone missing, lost head count. Black kings kill each other over color schemes. And it's all planned out, just another scheme. If you don't see the vision, take another peek. Ain't no red or blue, you for us or the other team. Black soul, nigga, that's Marcus. Get a truth to the people when become a target. Bullseye on my melanin, little nigga tell it, they'll sell it on the black market. Is it hate or a bigger plot? Building your influence up might get you shot. Black king that's the cell block. Black kings up in hell lock. Black kings, black magic. Hey, this is Howie of Beer for Breakfast. This is Jeremy with Let's Make Fun. This is Casey. This is Juicebox of 4th and, and 20. 20. This is Pete, and I don't really have a show right now. <laughs> and we are... Oh, wait. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we are the Not Normal, Normal Network. Network. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rid you from the planet. Uh. They see the alphas, they can't stand it. Strategic with the way they kill our family. Poison our food. Make the slaves eat pig intestines. Make them eat that filthy beast. Go ahead, teach them a lesson. Make them hate each other. Treat them better for lighter complexions. Make them hate the way they look when they see their reflection. That's how they do us. You'll always be a threat if you influence. That shit with Nipsey Hustle really blew us. Look at Caesar, look at Brutus, look at Jesus, look at Judas. Your own people turn to shooters if they jealous how you moving. That's just human conscience. The beginning. That's Johnny Denver. Song's called Black Kings, featuring Dizzy Wright and Reezy. It's on the album Say Trees. Johnny Denver's J A H N I Denver. Find him on Spotify. Find him on uh, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can go find him on Facebook. Pretty much everywhere. So go check him out. If you like that, he's got an entire album. He's got a couple albums out. Uh, again, that one's called Black King. So thank you to Johnny Denver. And again, thank you for sticking around. Uh, hopefully you had a nice little break there. Um, got ready for some unwritten rules that every golfer should know. According to BunkersParadise.com, or the way I read it first, Bunkersparadise. Uh, and then I realized what words were and figured out what it actually said. Uh, so, yeah. So, like like I said, we kind of had a couple of uh, spoilers already with this, but that's okay. Uh, we needed we need that filler. <laughs> uh, so, again, this is kind of just a thing that Bunker Sparadise came up with, but it's really, some of them are just, you know, they're kind of stupid. Uh, like number 20... Like I said before, the uh, main theme of most most of the things that I saw while making the intro for this episode, uh, which I didn't even use any of because you can't really hear it, um, were a bunch of mostly white men breaking and then throwing their clubs. Uh, number 20, don't throw your clubs. Uh, kind of an unwritten rule that all these stupid rich, most likely... Uh, people are just, mommy, I didn't hit the ball well, so I broke my club, so buy me more. 
That's fun to deal with. Uh, so yeah, number 20, don't throw your clubs. Number 19, golfers should be seen, not heard. Now, number 20 was very obvious what that means. Uh, this one, I'm going to read the little description thing that comes under it um, because, you know, it's, that doesn't really say exactly what it means. Um, it says, not only is golf a game of etiquette and respect, it's also really freaking difficult. <laughs> While golfing, great, oh, while golfing great Lee Trevino follows the grip it and rip it philosophy, most golfers like to take their time and concentrate on each shot. Um, speaking of, while we were uh, waiting for somebody to golf in front of us, we were to the, like, we were, so our hole, our course, or the, the hole that we were on was to the side of another, another hole. Like there was another completely different hole to our right. Um, and I could see the people at the tee box getting ready to hit the opposite way. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was the, you know, that would have been the next hole that we were going to once we got to ours. Um, we were waiting for the people that were on the green to finish so that we could keep playing. But I could see the people to the right uh, of us getting ready to hit. I'm not kidding you. There was some guy, and I, again, this wasn't a professional tour maybe they had like millions of dollars on it. I have no idea. We weren't really, I mean, we were in a somewhat nice part of town, so it's possible. This guy did his little wiggle his ass and wiggle the club thing above the ball. Like if you know anything about golf, you'll see people that like do that a bunch. Like they concentrate and they like wiggle stuff and they're like, okay, okay. I'm getting, I'm looking at the hole again. Okay. I'm looking down at the ball. Uh, okay. I'm looking at the hole again. Now down back at the ball. They'll do that like 40 times. I'm not kidding you. This guy did it at least 40 times. He wiggled his club above the ball, looked at the, the pin, like where he was going to hit it, looked back down, looked like he was about to hit the ball, then did that over and over again like 40 times. And I didn't see exactly where his ball went. I'm sure it was a perfectly fine ball. But how does that not get in your head? How do you not overthink things? Like, I overthink everything. But when it comes to golf, I try my best to just, like Lee Trevino does, grip it and rip it. Just hit it. Just go. If you overthink it, then you're going to overthink everything that you do on the golf course. You're going to be like, oh, God, am I overthinking it? Ah. And then hit somebody. It's just stupid. It, it drove me insane. I can only imagine what the people that got, were with him were like because I watched the rest of them they didn't do anything like that this guy was ridiculous and I hope sucked and then I hope I don't know ate a poisonous burger afterward um yeah so uh, to go on with this thing that's why silence is golden while your playing partners are addressing the ball after he or she has struck their shot feel free to talk as much as you want but that doesn't give you the excuse to poke fun of others which we'll address next. Don't make fun of other players, number 18. That one's obviously quite self-explanatory. Don't make fun of other people when they're trying to hit a ball, a very small ball, very far. It's very hard. If you've never done it, try it. It's extremely hard because the freaking club is pretty far away from you as well, and you have to pull that behind you and then make sure you hit it perfectly and make it go straight. Try it. It's tough. Number 17 is stupid. New balls are attracted to water. <laughs> Isn't that just the damn truth? It's so stupid. It, it even says, like, it's not really etiquette or anything like that. It's just, if you're going to be around water and you're new to golf, maybe that's what it means, then don't use your new nice balls. Use old ones because you're probably going to lose it. That's stupid. That's a stupid one. Number 16, clean up after yourself. I've never really had many issues with this, except for today we were driving in our golf cart in the back nine, and we drove past a half-smoked stogie just lying on the ground. Next to, like, not next to, but, I don't know, 20 feet away from a trash can? It's like, my God, you stupid. And I could picture him, like a fat, like, Texas millionaire guy that's like, 
I'm going to go golfing with the boys this week. All right. I, that's probably not how Texas people sound. I'm going to go golfing with the boys this week. Yeehaw. Something like that. And stupid, like smoking stogies and cutting them in half or whatever they do. So stupid. You got to be the stereotypical guy. Oh, doesn't that sound sweet? Oh, tight. Also not a Texas sounding guy, but you get the gist. Um, but for the most part, like there's a picture on this. Uh, bunkersparadise.com number 16 clean up after yourself it looks like it was just like woodstock was just there there's why would that happen at a golf course i think this is i think this is doctored uh number 15 don't walk in the putting line so again i'll read this one uh let's see where did it go trying to get to the part where i was reading it and it makes more sense um yeah, it. I might have just read this in a different one when I was looking it up. So the putting line is pretty much like if somebody's trying to putt, don't go in front of their ball. Like, don't walk in front of them when they're trying to line it up. And that also includes behind the hole. Like, if if you think they're only looking at the the hole and their ball, um, it's probably not the case because they're probably that's just distracting. They're gonna see you kind of walking. So that's kind of a thing. And I definitely did that over a dozen times today. So I apologize to everybody that I was golfing with. I did not mean to do that. Um, it was, it was probably not very cool. And if you didn't notice, then good. I didn't do it. That's what I meant to say. I didn't actually do that. Um, but yeah, again, it's just another one's kind of self-explanatory. Uh, once you realize what it means, just don't be distracted. Don't distract other people. Don't be a distraction. Uh, number 14, let faster groups play through. This one is a load of horse shit. Yeah, that's right. Um, if you are two people and I'm a group of four and there's a group of four in front of us and a group of four in front of them and a group, you just wait because then you're just going to get right in front of us and do the same thing. You're not more important. You just got lucky. And you don't have to golf with other people. So just be happy that you don't have to golf with some random guy that gets pissed and wants to break his club and throw it at you. So no, that's not the way it goes. If it's another group of four behind you and there's nobody in front of you, then yes, that's perfectly fine. But no, no, that's not going to happen. There's an entire line. There, There's millions of people here you're not more important that's like people driving it's like you're not more important why are you driving in the median to get past everybody so you could turn in three miles Mm -mm. go to hell number 13 a good shot will most definitely be followed by a bad shot uh <laughs> another stupid one we're not gonna address that one much longer because that's just something why would you say that that's just a thing that's trying to get people's heads it's this it's already it's already hard enough. Don't get in people's heads. Number 12, on long putts tend the flag stick for your playing partner. So yeah, if you're putting, have, hopefully somebody will take the stick out. Not that it really matters. I really never understood that too much. It's going to go in there. Again, unless you're doing it like super like taking it way too seriously, it's most likely no matter what going to go in the hole like the one today if kelsey had hit that one from far away she even said like if we had taken the flag out for some reason even though she was chipping it in it probably wouldn't have gone in because it was going too fast but this one doesn't make sense really i mean you can do that but it's gonna go in there doesn't really matter it's still something to aim towards the stick is in there what does it matter i don't get it i don't get that one uh, let's see. Number 11, keep rakes in the bunker. This one doesn't make any sense because anytime I've ever golfed, they're usually on the outside of the bunker and maybe nobody knew this written rule and maybe that's the issue. And I'm probably part of the problem for that, but it's, it's usually just sitting on the outside of the bunker. Bunker is the sand trap. Just so you know, there are like giant sand pits out there. That's called a bunker. Uh, number 10, offer gimmies in a non-competitive round. Um, so yeah, unless your foursome declares no gimmies at the beginning of the round, feel free to offer your playing partner the chance to pick it up if you're just playing for fun. This allows your partner to decline the offer if he or she wants, 
but at least you've done the polite thing first. So yeah, that's kind of just like, oh, I did a really shitty shot. Uh, I want to try again. So usually just let that happen or say you don't because you're taking it way too seriously. Number nine, cart path only really means cart path only. No Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, don't drive them around like you're on the Audubon or at a go-kart rally or something like that. Um, number eight, don't ball hawk. And I totally agree, disagree with this one. Um, everybody is very impressed with your 30-foot extendable ball retriever, Grandpa. Now keep that monstrosity in your golf bag. <laughs> uh yeah, this one makes sense because, yeah, the picture is like a guy has a giant stupid pole trying to get a floating ball out of the water or something. I don't know. If the ball goes in the water, that's fine. But if you happen upon, like, if you get to a thing of long grass and you lost your ball in that long grass, um, I'm going to go look for it for a little while. Unless there's 10 million people behind me, which there usually is, so I guess I won't ever look for it. Uh, but, no, I'll look, and if I see a totally different one, I'll grab that one. It's not that big of a deal. It's like a take a penny, give a penny type thing, but in golf. I think it's perfectly fine. Number seven, keep the flag quiet when putting. Uh, anyone who's ever caddied before knows to keep the flag from whipping around in the wind. So yeah, just hold on to the flag. Hold on to it so it doesn't make noise. Number six, less talented golfers are sure to give you advice. Uh, that's not really an unwritten rule. That's a what that's not that's more just a isn't that funny how that happens no that's stupid number five the green is not an ashtray hey look at that i didn't i guess i didn't get this far on the list before um the green is not an ashtray cigar hey hey douchebag i don't really see many women smoking cigars so i'm gonna say uh hey stupid fat guy most likely or douchey guy that's like trying to impress his friends uh, put your cigar out where it's supposed to go out. Don't just throw it on the ground. Don't just litter it everywhere you want. Um, if you have to smoke because that's the thing you saw on TV, uh, do it the way you're supposed to and throw it away. Uh, you know, dunk it in water before you do, you know, don't be a douche. Number four, knock the sand off your shoes. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's more, it's saying like if you go on the bunker or on the uh, green or something like that, just don't get sand everywhere. It's kind of a stupid one. Number three, mind your shadow. Yeah, if somebody's trying to putt and your shadow is like right in their way, it's very distracting. You can see that thing moving around. You're trying to concentrate. So make sure you are not uh, doing anything annoying like that. Number two, pick up and return lost clubs. This happened a few times. So Steve wasn't just a curmudgeon after all. He actually did that uh, for somebody. He found a, uh, a club. I actually saw it from far away. Uh, I was like, is that a club up by the green? And before we got there, he had picked it up and found the people. So yeah, you, that happens a lot. I've actually, when I used to uh, do the par threes, I would do that all the time because it's not my club. Why do I care? Why am I thinking about that all the time? But I would always forget and I'd have to go all the way back and find them. So it's not fun. Uh, so it does definitely does help. So if you pick that up, just bring it with you. You'll most likely run into the person in front of you that whose club it is because you're waiting in line. Uh, because nobody can come up with another thing to do on earth. Everybody does the same four things. Um, give them the club back. Uh, and then number one, this one's super douchey. Remove your hat when shaking hands. Um, now, I was wearing a hat today. Steve wasn't. Uh, Steve was the only other guy in our foursome. Um, Kelsey... And Amy, you know, we kind of just know each other, so we don't do all these stupid douchey things. Uh, but he, Steve, did come and shake my hand and everybody else's hand. I did not take my hat off because I'm not a professional golfer who just got done at the Masters. Uh, it's That's so stupid. So stupid. Um, and then it does have on, some honorable, honorable mentions. Um, yell four when appropriate. We already covered that. Uh, another one, move your ball marker. If your ball marker could interfere with a stance, uh, putting line, uh, move it, offer to move it to the left or right. If somebody's going to hit, you know, they might see the, you know, the ball marker are, de they're designed to kind of get out of the way. They're usually flat. 
Um, so if you, you know, if somebody hits it, it's not going to deter their, their ball too much. Uh, but sometimes it does. And, uh, you know, if you want to move it a couple inches, then that should work. Number three, uh, honorable, honorable mention play from the correct T box, please. I definitely kept changing this up today. Uh, I bet Steve hated me just as much as I disliked his company. Again, he was a perfectly fine seeming guy, but he was very weird. Um, you shouldn't get mad at your golf hits in front of strangers. It's really weird. It's just a game. It's just a game that we're playing all together for no money. And, uh, don't get so mad. Uh, but yeah, I kept, uh, I would do the ones with, with Kelsey and Amy, uh, they would do the reds and some of the, some of the reds were a little too close. And again, like I said, I, I, I go to these places to hit the hell out of a, out of a golf ball and just see if I can make it go straight. That's kind of my whole point right now. Um, until we do it for fun, like for money or something actually keep score. Um, I will then pay more attention to the chipping and putting portion of golf. Uh, but for, for now I just do that. So yeah, I would every once in a while, I would go back to the whites with Steve. Um, just because that's another thing where I didn't realize that was a big deal. I thought that was more of like a, another like macho type thing where you have to, you're the stereotype like, Oh, I'm the, and what does that even mean? Play from the correct T box. I'm going to see if there's a description for this. Everybody likes to pretend they're on the PGA tour, perhaps more accurately. Everyone likes to get their money's worth on the course. That's, that's pretty much what I do. But yeah, so it says like, that doesn't give you an excuse to play from the tips when you can't break a hundred on the course. So yeah, they are saying those are kind of more the, uh, like if you think you can't hit it very far, go to the front. Yeah. I thought that meant more like if you're a woman, you can hit it from the front ones. Uh, Cause you're too puny and you can't do it. Uh, so I'm glad it's saying like, Hey, if you're not good, try it from the front. Uh, honorable mention number four, play ready golf. What does that mean? Uh, it's common courtesy for everyone on the course to play ready golf. This means it's accept acceptable to be a bit lax on the rule of having the player furthest from the hole play first. So that's the thing I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, in an effort to speed things up, just hit the ball when you're ready. Um, so you can, yeah, I guess that makes it go faster. Just hit the ball. doesn't really matter. Whoever's farther away doesn't really matter. That makes it go slower, apparently. Whatever. Uh, and then another stupid one. It's just saying the blow-up hole is going to happen. Like you're going to have a bad hole. It's going to happen. That's again. That's not a thing. That's just that's not a unwritten rule. That's just a thing that happens. That's a stupid way to end the list. Um, so thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, I learned a little bit. Kind of, I kind of knew all this stuff about how to not be a douche, uh, but you know, some people need those those tips. Uh, some people just don't care. And again, I'm kind of douchey when it comes to some of those rules too. So just admit it. It's fine. Everybody's being douchey. Everybody's doing it. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for listening. As always, go listen to Johnny Denver, Romance and Rebellion. Uh, Half-Hearted, As Fire Falls, Matt and the Skeleton Crew. All those great bands are all available on Spotify, just as well as the Let's Make Fun podcast. So please go check them out. Uh, and I'll, as always, whatever time of day it is, have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.